The last piece of an integrated PESO model program before you get to measurement is authority or thought leadership or expertise, whatever you want to call it. If you implement a full PESO model program, complete with the full foundational work of paid, earned, shared, and owned media working together, it will be inevitable that you'll build authority for your organization and its executives. But you also have to create some of it on your own. There isn't a single piece of content out there about marketing that doesn't extol the virtues of thought leadership. In fact, it's so prevalent, thought leadership itself has become a word most marketers hate to hear. Test it out. Tell a marketing or communications friend that you want to be a thought leader and watch his or her eyes roll back into their head. Even though most hate it, thought leadership is a very important part of a content strategy in today's business world. But what does that mean? How can it be effective? That's what we're going to talk about on today's Spin Sucks podcast episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. My good friend John Goldberg, who runs Reputation Architects in Jersey, likes to talk about how thought leadership changed with the arrival of search engines. He says... Any sentient being with a thought and an internet connection suddenly has access to a potential audience of billions of people who now have a way to find them, and at virtually no cost to either of them. He's right, of course. Knowledge has completely and forever been democratized. Anybody can now claim to be a thought leader anytime, anywhere, on any subject. And therein lies the problem. If everyone is a thought leader, no one is a thought leader. This is akin to claiming you're the smartest person in the room. If you have to tell people how smart you are, and we all know people like that, you're probably not very smart at all. If one truly is smart, other people will define that for you. The same goes for thought leadership. You can't claim to be a thought leader. Others have to claim that for you. Being a thought leader requires a person to look at things a bit differently than most, a new idea on an old process, a new category, an innovative pursuit, or even just the opposite side of the way most look at something in the industry. Thought leaders include people such as Brene Brown, Oprah, Dave Ramsey, Steve Jobs, may he rest in peace, or Elon Musk. They say something and we all hang on their every word, or used to in the case of Steve Jobs. Even if they're wrong, we forgive them because they're right so often. They set the stage for new ideas, new industries, new products or services, or out of this world, quite literally, technology. They also tend to be mostly very likable people full of charisma, charm, and insight. They're the people we look up to and the people we most often emulate. You don't, however, have to have a large global stage like these people do. You can develop your thought leadership or that of a client or executive with a strategic PESO model program. Of course, you do have to have a different thought, but the charisma, charm, and insight can be created if you're willing to spend the time and the brain power. Before we continue, let's define thought leadership. A thought leader is someone who has ideas, opinions, and meaningful insight and others must deem them a leader. That's where expert positioning from the PESOL model comes in. This is a tactic communicators use to build credibility for the experts inside their organizations or for their clients. The main goal is to become recognized as a go-to resource in your industry. 
It's not for the faint of heart, however. Becoming a thought leader, truly one that is recognized by their peers and even recommended by their competitors, takes consistent content that allows you to stay top of mind. You want to be there when a prospect is ready to make a decision, which could be tomorrow or it could be two years from now. The point is you're there, you're credible, and the sale is even easier to make because you're well-respected and trusted. To build that level of trust through expertise, one might create and promote educational, helpful content, become active in the industry communities, both online and off, and or build an exclusive community where people can get the information they need to build their organizations or careers. In an article written by Hayden Shaughnessy, The Growth of Thought Leadership as a Marketing Strategy, he describes thought leadership as essential as companies search for new markets where they have no presence but see opportunity and as they seek to defend their positions from competitors. He describes thought leadership as a strategic necessity in an era of hyper-innovation, social enterprise, and social media. Thought leadership drives new directions. It pushes the economy forward. It makes the rest of us think, question, discuss, and eventually purchase. Thought leaders can develop organically. We've all known someone who is wildly creative, persistent, hardworking, and vocal. Who has been willing to take the time to study and work at her craft or to learn from his mistakes? Someone who has pushed past the fear of how it looks, how it should be done, and has produced magnificent results, or controversy, or both. To some degrees, thought leaders can be created. The perception of thought leadership can be built using today's digital tools. We can create content marketing strategies to position our clients or our executives as leaders within their industries. There are logical steps that can be taken to build an online presence by researching, sharing content, asking questions, speaking out, and building relationships in the social networks. Over time, these programs can yield terrific results. There's just one catch, though. Thought leadership cannot be successfully created in a vacuum. It doesn't thrive without a degree of passion and genuine involvement. People today can sniff out a fake or a half-hearted attempt. It isn't just about coming up early in search or driving more traffic to a website. Thought leadership should be an entry point to a relationship. It should intrigue, challenge, and inspire even people already familiar with a company. It should help to start a relationship where none exists, and it should enhance existing relationships. It can be poorly executed and come across as phony. That's why it's imperative that the person whose expertise will be molded must have new ideas, opinions, and meaningful insight, and that others must deem that person a leader. I'll be back in just a minute to talk to you about how you can create thought leadership for yourself, a client, an executive, or a subject matter expert. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co 
dot co slash spin sucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The Peso Model Certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited Peso Model Certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I'm back. Even though the term thought leadership induces eye rolling and we are all tired of hearing about this thought leader or that one, we can still build executive thought leadership. If you're already implementing a PESO model program, particularly if you've become certified by SpinSucks in Syracuse, you've already organically begun to build thought leadership for yourself or someone else. If you haven't yet had the chance to earn your certification, don't worry, you can still do this work. There are several good rules of thumb to use, and you want to answer the following four questions. Number one, who would make a good thought leader? This might be the CEO, a subject matter expert, a client, or maybe it's you. This person or people should possess a wealth of industry insights and experiences, tell stories authentically, and enjoy teaching and helping others learn. Number two, what topics would make sense for us to write about or craft videos around or podcast episodes around? Effective content, no matter the medium, is something that is educational, non-promotional, and helpful and engaging to readers. Number three, where would we publish our thought leadership content? The answer to this is, it depends. But there are a few things to consider. Newspapers and magazines, online publications and blogs, LinkedIn Pulse or Medium, the company or personal blog, the company corporate website, speaking at industry events and conferences, when we can go back to going to industry events and conferences, <laughs> Facebook or LinkedIn Live, and Instagram stories. And then number four, can we outsource our thought leadership? Do you have a team internally who can help you produce the content? In some cases, that might be you and only you. In other cases, you might need talented writers, video editors, podcast producers, and copy editors. If the answer is you don't have the team or you don't have the capacity, you can outsource the work, but you can outsource the thinking. Once you have answers to these four questions, there are three easy time and resource effective ways to build thought leadership among a group of executives. Number one, expand your media training. In many organizations, the CEO is the only executive who gets hands-on media training. Or media training is thrown together as a response to securing a broadcast interview. This is better than not doing media training, but it's not enough. To effectively expand your company's industry profile and shine the spotlight on a larger group of executives, it's vital they receive media training before you turn them loose. Your executives may be experts on their area of expertise, but that doesn't mean they should be loose to speak on behalf of the company without going through media training. Even if your goal isn't to have them appear on broadcast television, this training is still essential. Media training ensures they are able to articulate and represent the brand's messaging platform, respond to criticism or tough questions without tarnishing the brand, and build relationship with the reporters you want to eventually cover them. Number two, broaden your corporate blogger pool. Your company blog is the perfect place to lay the foundation for your executive team members' thought leadership platforms. 
Unlike an interview, the final income you can't control, you're able to craft the exact message you want and publish it under your executive's byline. This is important because many bloggers and journalists begin their research with a quick web search, just like we all do. If your blog is regularly publishing thoughtful, targeted content, it can put your internal experts in front of journalists who cover your industry. I have a friend who was just the other day telling me the story of one of her clients who was able to get coverage in the Wall Street Journal because the journalist was looking for experts and found his corporate blog. That's pretty amazing. Craft your PR content strategy to include a regular cadence of executive authored content, both on your blog and as contributed content to relevant media sites. And then number three, and it's a surprise that we still have to say this, but we do, (laughs) encourage your executives or thought leaders to use social media. Although there are conflicting reports on how many of the U.S.'s top executives are regularly using social media, more than 75% of B2B buyers and 84% of C-level vice president executives use social media to make purchase decisions, just like we all do. Given that word of mouth is perhaps your most powerful marketing channel, it's in your best interest to have more of your executives actively engaged in social, where they can become part of the conversations others are having around your industry. By being actively engaged through at least one social channel, your executives have the opportunity to share their expertise and build relationships with customers, industry influencers, and journalists alike. Being accessible in this way greatly increases the likelihood of your organization being top of mind when a journalist is looking for a source or a potential customer is looking for your type of business. When you put the three together, you find that media training prepares your team to join the public conversation. Blogging gives them the opportunity to lay the foundation for showing their industry expertise. Engaging on social media allows them to inject their point of view into the conversations and building relationships allows for networking, inbound marketing, and eventually sales. The combination of these three elements provides a strong public identity that your PR team can point to when they're pitching the media to cover your company. With journalists increasingly being measured and compensated on the performance of their content, They prefer to interview someone who's a known commodity than not. Building a strong public presence for your entire executive team increases the opportunities of your company gaining their attention and earning that coverage. That's it for this week, my friends. If you'd like more ideas on how to build thought leadership for yourself or a super smart expert inside your organization, you can check out Spin Sucks for more. I'll drop a link to all of our content on thought leadership in the show notes. And of course, the entire SpinSucks community is big on brainstorming these types of things. If you're not already a member of the free community, check us out at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 